2: Hey, lady kids, kitty girls, and legendary legends. It's time for another episode of Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. I'm Alec Mappa, and I'm here to introduce a woman whose media empire is growing while you're sleeping. It's Lottie Love, (laughs) queen of all things. Hello, Alec. I'm so excited. You're everywhere. You're everywhere. You're (laughs) hosting events. You're working on talk shows. I think one of the best parts of doing this podcast is getting to know you. Mm -hmm. And this morning... I fell into a Google hole because I Googled the Brewster projects because I wanted to learn all about it. Mm -hmm. And I saw the projects that you grew up in, and I didn't know that they were torn down.
1: Yes, they're torn down now. They got renovated, and it's in another housing development so they were old yeah. anyway Alex it was about 50 years old it was time for him to come I... down <laughs> <laughs> but you there's there'll be no place for you to
2: ride your limo around when you do your victory lap around the Brewster projects like Miss Ross you
1: know what what I did was I made sure to take pictures I knew that they were coming down so I went back yeah. to Detroit I took a lot of pictures I actually have a documentary called Being Lonnie Love that was <gasps> shot and I went back to the neighborhood I spoke to a lot of people and reminisced and you can find I'm sure it's on YouTube or something, but it's called Being Lonnie Love.
2: I'm totally gonna watch it today. And how's your week been, Alec? My week has been really, really great. I'm just hoping that I get a television series real soon because my kid's going to college next year. (laughs) (laughs) Your son is bigger than you. It's like bigger than you and your husband. He was bigger than me when he was 10. It's like, if you want to be taller than a Filipino, it's not hard. So uh, I had a really, really great week. I'm excited to talk about this week's episode. This
1: is episode nine of All Stars, Mm -hmm. a very exciting episode. So you know what? Why don't we give them that spoiler warning? Oh,
2: spoiler alert, everybody. Spoiler alert. If you don't like spoilers, put us on pause. Pause. While you watch the show.
1: Because we are talking the tea about this episode. We're going to cover all of it. You know, you've been killing it every week. I've been listening. And you really are good. And what do you do? (laughs) Me? You know, I'm like, and thank goodness for our producers. They really clean me up well. I I sound like (laughs) I actually can speak a little bit. But I know that they're going, whoa, Lonnie.
2: What is she talking about? (laughs) What are they talking about? They've lost it. But you know what? Your voice over the radio is like a hug.
1: Oh, God. It's very warm and lovely. Oh Well, thank you. They say that it's personality. So I want to get into it because it's a lot to cover in episode nine. So why don't we get right to it, okay?
2: This was a jam-packed episode, Lonnie Love, and we're going to be covering the branding and dancing maxi challenge. Mm -hmm. They had to come up with a brand and a dance challenge that they hoped would go viral. The runway theme was What Lies Beneath, which featured gowns that had a reveal after a reveal after a reveal. Exciting. Of course, there was a lip sync for The Legacy. and finally that darn plunger for the blocking
1: okay well you know what the top two last week were Raja and the Vivian Raja Mm -hmm. won and she blocked Jada Raja says that she blocked Jada because Jada is the only one that has three stars which made sense Jada Comes into the workroom because now we're getting into the workroom with the plunger, that golden plunger. And she starts messing around (laughs) with Raja, you know, saying, I know the secret. And Raja is like, what's going on? I think that Mm -hmm. that that plunger, because every time someone gets it, they know a secret. And so it's driving (laughs) Raja crazy. She wants to know. I'm like that, too.
2: Yeah, I'm like that. You can't just, like, start telling me a story and then, like, stop in the middle of it. So there was a... I was going to the store and there was a body in the driveway. Oh, wait. Never mind. Let's go to the next thing. It's like, no. I have to know what's going on. So I'm right up there with Raja.
1: Well, Raja is the only queen that hasn't been blocked yet, so that's the reason why she's never had the plunger, which is the reason why she was kind of questioning if it's a secret. Mm -hmm. So right now, our star count, legendary Star count, we have Evie, Jinx, Raja, the Vivian all have two, Jada has three, and Shay and Monet have one.
2: That's unbelievable to me because Shay and Monet were the very first winners on the very first episode. Mm-hmm. They came out guns a blazing. So at this point, nine episodes in to only have one star must be. Yeah, it them. is
1: really, especially Monet is really, really killing. And this is the thing; they don't know what the challenges will be. So hopefully, mm. in these final episodes, there'll be some challenges yeah. where they can catch up and get some more stars. So as we go into the workroom, RuPaul he comes in with this fabulous outfit.
2: Okay, it was like a Liza Minnelli black glitter alike <laughs> tunic. It was an open jacket. But it was like, well, it's RuPaul. Mm-hmm. So it went down to his knees. And then he had a kind of black skinny pants, a black skinny look underneath. Now, I can't wear anything drapey. Mm-hmm because it makes me look like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Like I, if you put something long on me and it touches the floor, I'm gonna look like an Oompa Loompa or a fire hydrant. Well,
1: you know, as a plus size girl, I can't wear anything drapey because it'll look like a duvet cover. So I don't, we wear, I have to have a belt, okay? And I understand that, but RuPaul can wear because he's so tall. Yes. And he just looks great. He didn't have any glasses on, which I was like, something's different.
2: I love that we're reviewing his (laughs) workroom outfit every week because he's toggled back and forth between like red carpet Mm room and resort room. Like Club (laughs) Med Room or Oscar's room.
1: And this was kind of in between. This was like MTV Awards room. I loved it anyway. So Rue tells the Queen that this week's Maxi Challenge is a masterclass in branding that mixes humor, personality, and dance. Mm. Ah, I was Mm. excited. They will need to create their own signature social media dance challenge that is also entertaining and it's so entertaining that it'll go viral that's really hard have you ever went viral
2: for something um no just the flu I think at one point I gave everybody in San Diego the flu <laughs> Because I went on stage with the flu. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was booked to play a club in San Diego. And as I was taking the train down there, I woke up in the middle of the ride and I was shivering. Uh I had a fever. And I was like, oh, my God, I have the flu. So I got from the train to my hotel room. I called the club and I said, I'm sick. I can't do the show. They said, you're sold out. And I was like, what? So I went on stage. I performed and I'm pretty sure that I gave that entire room the flu. That's how I (laughs) went viral. What about you? You must have gone
1: viral. I've gone viral a number of times, but I usually, I like when I don't know that I'm gonna go viral. So like I went on holiday with my boyfriend, James and I, we went to the Bahamas and it was just a nice little event, a party that we went to and we were just dancing. And Mm. I I didn't know that someone was taping us. They taped us. They put us on one of the blog sites. And it went viral. Over (laughs) 2 million people. And that was, like, early on when we first started dating. So everyone was like, oh, Lonnie. (laughs) You know, and everything. And it was just so cute. What was the dance? What were you doing? It was just a dance. Like, we were just dancing in the Bahamas to, like, reggae music. You know what I mean? So
2: 2 million people were, like, gossipy. Like, they wanted to know.
1: Well, they were very complimentary. Because, you know, I can scare... it's on the blogs, you know, but it was really nice. And then I've gone viral a number of times, you know, being on talk shows, saying something or doing a crazy dance. But that's the thing now is that dances, especially on TikTok, are the hottest thing. And so what people do is that they make a dance and then they hope that someone will replicate the dance.
2: And then there'll be a mediocre version of it done by seven million other people. <laughs> I'm kind of crabby about the dances. That one, uh, the Liza one, it's about damn time. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not on TikTok, but the last time I was on TikTok, I swear to God, I saw at least 20 versions of that video. <laughs> well, you
1: know what? And two of them were good. It's either that or it's either a really popular song. So right now, Candy Burris, the housewife of Atlanta, she has a song. Yes. It was just something that it's just a clip of a song. And it goes, mm-hmm. legs and hips and body, body, body. <laughs> and everybody does it. And they do something with the move with the legs and the hips. So, you know, what? it's all in good fun. I'd rather for that love to be Candy. happening than, you yeah. know, Any other kind of crazy stuff. And the kids just love it. So this was a great challenge to me. I
2: have one more viral video story that you made me think of because you mentioned Atlanta. (laughs) I was in Atlanta and my Uber driver was saying, I'm famous. And I was like, really? (laughs) He goes, yeah, I was in a viral video. And I said, which one? He goes, do you remember that video where the guy's on a treadmill and he falls? Yes.
1: Yes. That was him? (laughs) That
2: was my Uber driver in Atlanta.
1: (laughs) Look at you. And that's why we like the viral videos, because everyday people can get a little bit of fame. 15 minutes and of fame. that's what we love. So now the all-stars will choose a song from RuPaul's Legendary Library, but the dance challenge needs to be 100% them. So remember, it's about branding, it's adding humor, it's adding their personalities, and it's adding yes. dance. So I think this was a great challenge. Are you
2: a good dancer? Can you dance? Can I you can throw keep a beat. You know,
1: I can keep a beat yeah.
2: a little bit, but... I can move on two and four. It's when people can't move on two and four that's like, oh, they've come down with a case of the Caucasians. They
1: can't. They can't. I,
2: I had a boyfriend who couldn't dance. Uh, really? But he couldn't dance aggressively. Mm-hmm. He would aggressively badly dance.
1: Okay, I'm going to ask you a personal question. What? Could he fuck? Yes. Oh, see, then that, it doesn't matter.
2: Yeah. That's all that matters. And usually that's... when a guy can't dance. He can't fuck. So exactly. I would, you know what? Come to think of it, Lonnie, I did all the work. So, no, he couldn't fuck. <laughs> I'm learning
1: so much about you, Alec. I love this. I
2: love this episode. Okay? But, but but he danced so badly that when we would go out together, the dance floor would clear. Like People would move <gasps> away because they couldn't believe how bad he was. He was awfully cute, though.
1: I love it. I love it. <laughs>
2: We're gonna take a quick break so that I can take a cold shower.
0: Me! Focus Features presents Back to Black.
1: I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles.
0: Experience the music and her story.
1: Know like this. I ain't no spy Girl.
0: Like never before. That's
1: my daughter. That's my Amy.
0: On the big screen.
1: I wanna be remembered.
3: Welcome back to Scroll Friends After Dark,
2: where nothing is off limits.
1: Let's get into the workroom prep day. Okay. So I love the prep day because, mm. you know, everybody's so excited and it's yes. some great energy. Raja is intimidated about dancing. Yes. Um, Trinity asked the group what everyone's brand is. And okay. that was funny because a lot of people, they thought they knew. And some people didn't think because like Evie, she tried to make a joke. She says right. um, she doesn't have bones in her body. That's her right. brand. You know, do you have you a brand? Know your brand. What's your, your brand?
2: Well, your brand is, I mean, you had a comedy special called America's Sister. Mm-hmm. So that's that's immediate, you know? My brand, well, it used to be gay, drunk, and stupid. But <laughs> I stopped drinking a year ago, so now I'm just gay and stupid. Um, <laughs> oh. So by stupid, I mean like funny, stupid, not like okay, a, okay, not intelligent, like silly. stupid. Yeah, silly. Mm-hmm. So if I had to do like a branding dance it would be gay and stupid i would probably do the roger rabbit and then walk into a wall
1: <laughs> this gay and gonna hurt yourself that's yeah. what your brain is well
2: the well first of all roger rabbit it's just such a dumb dance
1: that is the dumbest it's but it's the, a fun dance it's a fun it's dance
2: fun. i would probably do a bunch of like old school dances like i would do the roger rabbit the robocop mm-hmm. i would do like maybe a little bit of the prep <laughs> And then either fall down or fall down a set of stairs or walk into a wall. For
1: the stupid part. Love it. Well, while Evie's trying to figure out her brand, the Vivian says that he's a rich housewife from Liverpool who went to (laughs) Hollywood and snorted all her savings and ended up back in Liverpool. That's That's very very specific. specific.
2: That's a very specific journey.
1: Monet says theirs is funny and urban. Urban. Cause there was a a question, Roger mm-hmm. was like, do we still use the word urban? Did you ever get
2: that note when you were auditioning for television shows? Like, we need we needed to be really urban.
1: Mm-hmm. We, could you yeah. be more
2: urban? Yeah. Cause they can't say be more black.
1: Right, right. <laughs> and that's why I think, you know, I guess if we wanna say urban. Uh, more soulful, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, it's just more, more Brewster projects. <laughs> more. Let me tell you something, Alec. Okay. Let me tell you something. I'm gonna make some high water cornbread Ooh. and some pickles and some fried chicken. And that, you know, I'm like, what I've is never happening? heard
2: a Brewster. Is that a Brewster Projects accent? No, I was just trying to be urban. <laughs> <laughs> more urban. <laughs> for gay people, for queer people, it was always um, sassy we want this character to be real sassier. Yes. We we need it sassier. It's like, just say gayer, I can take it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, just get it, you know. Okay, so Jada says that her brand is that she's beautiful and glamorous and doesn't like to do too much. She doesn't want to work too hard and thinks that everyone else shouldn't have to either. That's my brand, actually. Okay. I don't want to do anything. (laughs) Trinity says they only have three dance moves, the famous ass shake, which I agree with. That's called the washing machine. Yeah. They're tuck and a half a flip. Okay. A hair flip.
2: She's a liar because <laughs> there's so many viral videos of Trinity on YouTube and Instagram where she's dancing and she's killing it. Like yeah. she's a really really good dancer. So I think she's gaslighting everybody.
1: Yeah, but you know what? It kind of worked for it, but we'll see. It does. Now, while all this is going on, Jinx is shoving peanut butter sandwiches in their mouth because they plan to eat it as part of the dance. What did you think of that? (laughs) Like, what is going on? I I think Roger
2: speaks for everybody when she looked at Jinx and went, Are you all right? Yeah.
1: I mean, literally, like, when I say stuffing, I yes. like, I could not. I she, thought it, she was going to hurt herself. She
2: stuffed an entire peanut butter sandwich into her mouth, like the entire thing. And that just tells me that she's up to something. And I couldn't wait to see her video. The minute I yeah. saw her do that. First of all, anybody stuffing anything in their mouth is hilarious immediately. And then she offered Raja some peanut butter. And she goes, are you allergic? And Raja said, I'm Southeast Asian. I'm not allergic to anything. <laughs> That's a white people Ah! thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that. I knew you could relate to that. I love peanuts on everything. My son went to an elementary school where we were not allowed to send them to school with peanut butter sandwiches at all. Because there were kids there that had airborne peanut butter allergies. Airborne, Lonnie.
1: No. Yeah. Like they could
2: die if they smell peanut butter.
1: Oh, oh, that's really bad.
2: Okay. That's bad. Raja said she was known for her walk earlier, mm-hmm. so she does have an incredible walk, and not everybody can do that. And then RuPaul says, "In the walk around dancing on the upbeat, seems to be white people's prerogative." <laughs> <It's>
1: like what?
2: <laughs> I wonder if there are any white people watching, going, "Oh, that
1: hurts my feelings." <laughs> Of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know. Uh, <laughs> like, suck it up! Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, you know what? We see the queens recording their branding and their dance challenges. Yes. The initial thought was for me when I saw that I was like this is gonna be a mess <laughs> like, why cause some of them like I was scared for Evie because I didn't know what Evie was gonna do as far right, as right. the actual challenge I wasn't worried about Shay or Monet because they were really like getting it in yeah cause
2: they're the dancers They're the spinning queens. They could dance. I'm not worried about Monet not being able to come up with a dance. Although she did have an interesting thing in the workroom when she gave her idea Mm -hmm. for her dance to Rue. And Rue said, now that sounds weird. you got to do money because you're a Monet exchange. So uh, I had a gesture about getting paid and everything. And Monet said, if I've learned one thing in being on the drag race is if Rue gives you a suggestion. Take it. Go with it,
1: just to prove yes, that you're listening. Yes, and I was happy that Rue came back into the workroom. He came back into the workroom to kind of coach some of them, see where their head is yes. at. Rue listened to Shay. Shay said, okay, her name is the Shaydown. Like, maybe like Shakedown, Yeah, the like shakedown.
2: that. And then Jinx said she wasn't going to dance, but she said it's right. about branding. I think that if you think that it's entirely about the dance, you're gonna miss it. And what Jinx really embraced is, Mm -hmm. I'm funny. I'm a middle-aged house, I'm a mother. (laughs) I'm an unsuccessful actress with a grown son who's a stoner and I want to arouse his
1: friends. (laughs) You know, I just thought it was very interesting. I like seeing people start with a blank canvas and just getting their mind Mm -hmm. that's what I love about the workroom part of it and being able to see Rue come in give them some advice because you think it's going to go one way and could go a whole different type of way so let's go to the workroom runway day Alec okay the queens were feeling really good about their videos Monet said that Trinity made their challenge outfit for them what do you mean? Trinity made Monet's outfit for the video oh yeah oh I didn't know that I missed that Monet part. gave her credit. It was the green outfit. And oh. I, oh, okay. Yeah.
2: All right. Okay.
1: I, I thought you were talking no. about the runway. But for you're the saying challenge. for the challenge. Yeah, for the challenge.
2: Okay. okay. I really liked that. I really liked her outfit.
1: Yeah, it was so beautiful. And I just thought that that was so it's nice beautiful. of Trinity to do that for Monet. And it just shows you why she's just <sighs> she's, oh, so she's just generous. generous. Shay says yeah. that they're going to have a comedic take on the Alvin Ailey choreography. So Shay uh-huh. really as a child loved Av- Alan Ailey. Me too. Alvin Ailey Alvin Ailey. Alvin <laughs> like, Ailey. Alvin Like Alvin and the, and the chipmunks. chipmunks.
2: Have you ever gone to see them? I have. Last time I saw them mm-hmm. was here in LA and you go see Alan, Alvin Alvin <laughs> now you've got me doing it. Alvin Ailey. Alvin! <laughs> and you go and you will see the most beautiful black bodies you've ever seen in your life. And every time I go to an Alvin Ailey show, I'm like, I have to get back to the gym. (laughs) And also, this is one of my favorite things in New York City. The Alvin Ailey School is on street level in New York City, and there's glass. So you can watch a class from the sidewalk. And just to see all those bodies in motion, it's one of my favorite things. Have you seen the Alvin and Ailey dancers perform? Oh,
1: many, 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 many times. And it's always wonderful. It's always beautiful and colorful. And I can see where Shay gets the love of that. So I was really excited once Shay said that because I'm like, okay, now Mm -hmm. I have a vision for something. Also, Jinx feels okay about their branding dance. It's not about dance. It's about selling themselves. They think it will be something Mm. other people will want to recreate. I'm like, what are they going to do with that peanut butter? (laughs) (laughs) Just like... Okay. Well, that's the point of the
2: whole viral thing. It's not enough for the dance. It's like everybody will want to copy it. Okay. It's about damn time. I can't tell you how many times I saw that Lizzo video. I
1: know, but peanut butter. Okay. All it's, right. It gives me something. Okay. okay. Trinity says that they feel that theirs is on brand, but it's hard to tell who will win yes. because Trinity is going to do all the tucking, the tucking, the things that's already branded her already. Trinity the tuck. Trinity the tuck, because she tucks. Um, is it hard? I'm asking this as a woman. Is okay. it hard to tuck?
2: Um, I've never actually tucked myself. <gasps> uh, I've never done it. I've never worn anything that revealing. I mean, you need to oh. tuck if you're like in a bikini or a cat suit, any place you don't want your junk to show. But I will say that I went to a RuPaul's Drag Race finale and I was sitting next to Morgan McMichael and she said, I can't wait to get out of here and get out of this tuck. <laughs> I mean... And all of a sudden, it made me realize that I was surrounded by drag queens who had their balls stuffed up in their cavity and their junk pulled back in between their butt cheeks. The things
1: that our queens go through for
2: entertainment. That sounds awful. First of all, I don't want masking tape or duct tape anywhere near my pubes. Because ripping that off, Lonnie, it it would be like getting a wax. It would be like getting a Brazilian wax. I don't want to do it. I don't want to think about it.
1: Okay. Well, we we'll we'll move on from that. Okay. This has been a very graphic <laughs> podcast so far. <laughs> I like it. You know, it was all it was only a matter of time. It only took nine episodes for it to happen episodes for us to really let our hair down. Like, let it happen. (laughs) Let it happen, honey. So now Trinity and Jinx start having a conversation about who has the most stars and they think that Shay and Monet need to win to stay in the race, which they are right because they both only have one star apiece. Mm everyone else winning would pull into the lead so I like that they remind us within the episode of what is going on because you lose track yeah you're like you're just enjoying the show so much that it's like okay Mm -hmm. uh, Raja has not been blocked yet she thinks she is next she wants to be blocked so she can get that (laughs) Secrets of the Plunger what? (laughs) no that's
2: where I was like okay this is where we go our separate ways I'm fine not knowing as long as I don't get blocked
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. So, it was it was very interesting. So, we're going to discuss the final product later, but let's go okay. into the main stage runway.
2: My favorite part. All
1: yeah. right,
2: you ready? Yes.
1: I love okay. the main stage.
2: Here comes RuPaul. This kind of reminds me of a Bob Mackie dress. It's kind of like a swimsuit on top with fringe, like a silver swimsuit. And then she wore this kind of platinum hair that was teased up. Mm -hmm. And it's always perfect. Kind of the challenge now is, if RuPaul ever comes out in something where it's like a miss... Mm -hmm. I'm going to be in a state of complete shock. You will have to put one of those blankets on me that the EMT puts on you after a car accident. (laughs) Like, perfect every
1: time. What did you think of it, Lonnie? I thought it was beautiful. I love when the hair matches the outfit, which is what happens. Mm -hmm. That beautiful white is snow white hair. That's what I call it. Against, you know, his beautiful chocolate skin. I just thought it was just lovely. And, of course, just killed it. You
2: wore a silver dress. On the celebrity drag race, correct? It was like similar to this.
1: Did I? No, no, no. I wore a pink secret You wore a pink dress? Yes. I wore oh. a pink with yellow bouffant. It was it was wow. quite different. Did you get to keep it? No, because it was Rue's wig. I borrowed it from Rue. <laughs> so. Oh, my.
2: that's bragging rights. Don't tell You Rue wore that the, I the same it. wig that touched RuPaul's head yeah, but you've don't had t- on I your head.
1: Think, I don't think he knows that I
2: borrowed it. <gasps> Okay, don't don't let that get out. I know this is a podcast. Whoever's listening, don't don't let that get out. Okay. The judges this week, Ben Platt,
1: Tony award winner from the musical Dear Evan Hansen. I love Ben Platt. I saw him at the very beginning of Dear Evan Hansen, and when yeah. I say he deserved that Tony, the Grammy, yeah. Everything yeah. that he won because he carried that show and the singing was phenomenal. And when I say singing, we're talking yeah. about because Dear Evan Hansen was so emotional. He had yeah, to do yeah. a lot of emotional singing mm-hmm. within it. So he is a great person to judge these viral dances because he, yeah, he had to yeah. dance, he had to sing, he had to act. So he's the perfect yeah. judge this week.
2: I went into that musical with my arms crossed. I'm like, I'm going to watch a musical. Two hours about some white boy <laughs> telling a lie. That's been our president for the past four years. I don't care. And then he came out and he totally won me over. And he did this thing at the end of the show, and I know you saw it, where he was crying and singing at the same time. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tears coming down, at like, kind of like <gasps> catching his breath and crying at the same time. I don't know how he did
1: that. And he did it eight times. In a week. Eight times a week? Eight times Eight in times a week. week. and I, I...
2: You should do a Broadway show, Lonnie.
1: Oh, no. No, no, no. I do enough shows. enough shows. <laughs> <laughs> Eight shows
2: a week. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a yeah. lot. It's a marathon.
1: I've done... Let me see. Uh, when I'm in Vegas, yeah. you have to do like 12 shows. <gasps> in a week? You have to do 12 shows in a week in Vegas. You've done Vegas, right? Okay.
2: I did Worst Cook Celebrity Edition with Jimmy Walker. And he told me that he has a standing show... In Vegas, where he does it a couple times a week, and he only does 12 minutes to each show.
1: Oh, I, I believe that, but he's dynamite. Yeah, so, so how long is like, your
2: set when you're doing 12 shows a week in Vegas?
1: If you headline, it's at Harrah's. If you headline, you do like 40 minutes. But by that 12th show, because it's like two shows, uh-huh. and then it's like maybe three on a Saturday, something, that's how it comes out to 12. By that 12th show, Alec, you literally are discombobulated yeah. you don't know if you said the same joke yeah you don't care if you said the same yeah. joke you just want to get out of there yeah <laughs> like literally yeah it's a lot on
2: the gay cruises i did like five shows a week and on the big headlining night you do a 10 o'clock show and a 12 o'clock show and at the 12 o'clock this is back when i was drinking on the 12 o'clock show <laughs> I, I was so drunk already that uh-huh. i did the same jokes twice In there, that as, 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 soon as there. As soon as it was coming out of my mouth, I was like, oh shit, I did that already. And I was like,
1: I don't care, mm-hmm. I'm drunk. As mm-hmm. long as the mm-hmm. check clears. And then the audience, they'll tell you, because they're like, wait. wait. And then they start second. talking to you. Like, yeah. you just said that, yeah. okay? <laughs> was the joke funny at least? Yeah, it was
2: about how my boyfriend couldn't dance and I had to do all the work while we were fucking. So... <laughs> Twice.
1: <laughs> and he couldn't dance. That's what you call fuck. a callback. Um, <laughs> in comedy you know lonnie yes Badoom boom you know, give us a uh give us a um what do you call it uh, a, rim a shot. drum
2: drum okay that that will be up to our fabulous that.
1: engineers to do that for us i love that so the special guest judge was ben platt mm-hmm. also carson and michelle yes. were there so yes. let's get into the branding dance challenge yes
2: Oh my gosh. So first up is Shea Coulee. She's all in yellow, yellow tights and red wig with like a top knot. She does look like a dancer, strangely enough. And she has two dancers in back of her and she does the shakedown. And she did this kind of Debbie Allen thing at the very beginning where Mm -hmm. she was like, I'm known for all of these things. And I love when she said, this is a dance for people who were at the top of their class at Alvin Ailey. (laughs) But it was really good. And she goes, cha-cha, bitch. Yeah, (laughs) it was the cha-cha, bitch. And she had a cha-cha step in it. I think it worked. And it did look like she understood the assignment
1: definitely and it was something that you know I really enjoyed I think that is something that could go viral Mm -hmm. the shakedown next was Jada Essence Hall the divas essential dance challenge
2: yes and she did this comedic thing about who she is as a person kind of being glamorous Mm -hmm. and fabulous she came out in this coral dress that was so cute like the strap was falling down at one point with this like (laughs) red wig and her dance was about dodging the paparazzi Mm -hmm. getting a little winded from it and then giving them a show and then walking away i loved how in each of the videos they'd break it down into steps and then you got to see the final product and she was she was very very funny she even incorporated her signature look over there <laughs> move to this like it was, she was very really, on really, really brand
1: yeah very on brand next the vivian can't dance who cares <laughs> She started off like with a cartwheel. She did a roll forward like a somersault rolling forward. I couldn't
2: do that. Yeah. And then <laughs> she did this thing called the teddy bear roll, which is basically her rolling over to the side. <laughs> <laughs> So she was on brand in terms of like a woman down in her luck in Liverpool. She always looks so
1: elegant, you know? Elegant. I mean, she did all of this in like these tights with thigh-high boots. Mm -hmm. Yeah, her shoes this season are unbelievable. Unbelievable. But who can do a role like that in those thigh-high boots? I could (laughs) not do that.
2: Yeah, but that's what drag queens do. They defy gravity. Like if you've seen Kennedy Davenport... (laughs) dance Mm -hmm. in her thigh high boots with those skinny skinny heels it's absolute madness she can do anything it was totally funny next up we have raja who did kind of the new age viral dance Mm
1: -hmm. where it was
2: all about affirmations and loving yourself and at first i was like okay what's she doing and then it worked
1: it yeah, it, it, yeah, she based it off of her name, Raja, with R for radiation and mm-hmm. A for affirmation and J for joy and A for awakening. So yes. it was very much on brand for her. I thought that was really clever to use her initials of her name, yes. and so it really worked. The dancing, yeah, it's okay. okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It was magical. So we'll say that. Next, we had Evie, the odd
2: bod. She did the odd bod, and she said, like, it was kind of a tribute to the awkward kid, to the nerdy, angry kid, to the moody kid. And she kind of started off with her hands in her pockets. She was wearing this almost kind of like Harajuku Japanese. Technicolor outfit they incorporated kind of day glow I thought it was very on brand and very funny she's really fun to watch and she's fun to look at and like you said she's always on brand she had like day glow pink tights yes. and this yellow <laughs> smock that almost looked like it had a face drawn on it and a pink pussy cat wig and oh just
1: God. super super fun She was definitely Evie Arlie, and I enjoyed Mm. that dance. Up next was Jinx, the Monsoon Munchie. Okay, the moment you've been waiting for.
2: She (laughs) really did just make a peanut butter sandwich and eat it. But it was so much more than that. She really gave us, like, a three-act play about this character that is Jinx Monsoon. She starts off playing the ukulele for all these kids. She introduces her grown son. And then she kicks him off, saying, Mommy's doing a thing and then she says I'm a vibrant sexual woman and you can hear the kid off screen go ew and she goes I'm a grown woman who has sex deal with it I thought that I was thought, so great I thought
1: that was so good That was, it was so, so funny it was so different and it was mm-hmm. so good how did you like the dance <laughs> what dance well the dance was making the peanut butter sandwich yeah the making peanut butter
2: the... I just loved every time she yelled at the kid when she says if my kid wants a snack he can get a goddamn job um uh, <laughs> The dance was, after the fact, an afterthought, really. But I thought the whole thing, the whole package that Jinx presented was hilarious. It was so funny.
1: Up next, we had Monet with Monet, Monet, Monet. (laughs) Oh, I love this one. I love this one. She understood the assignment. Definitely. She's in
2: green, which is money. Green short dress, Mm -hmm. green wig. Again, you said that Trinity made this outfit. Beautiful. She incorporated every money move that Rue suggested. Because, you know, you're doing this in front of RuPaul. RuPaul sees it afterwards. And I always think it's dumb when people don't take the advice. Yes. It's like, she told you. When I was on Worst Cooks, I know I can love or shut up about it. It's okay. Tyler Florence was telling me, make a quail egg. Make a quail egg on your toast. Make a, a quail egg would be nice. How about a quail egg? And I was like, I've never cooked a quail egg before. I don't know how to fry an egg. I can mm-hmm. do scrambled eggs, but I don't know how to fry an egg correctly. Oh, so, okay,
1: so wait, wait, I'm, I'm, wait, 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 wait. but You don't know how you know, to fry an egg? You
2: know, like a sunny side up egg? Yeah. Yeah. You can do that? Yeah. Well, see, because I don't eat those, so I don't know how to make it. Oh my God. So I need a quail egg. I flipped it over too soon or I did it incorrectly. It looked like the dog's dinner, oh. and I did not win that challenge. And I followed Tyler Florence's advice. Uh, uh,
1: okay, I gotta teach you how to make uh, cook egg. <laughs> <laughs> in my life. Uh, uh, no, a reason why we got so so
2: there are some instances where uh, in reality show television where following one of the <laughs> judges' advice doesn't work out for you and I, I am the exception to that rule. Okay, I'm gonna decompress during a quick break and really think about why I can't fry an egg.
3: just
0: being me. Amy Winehouse Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th.
3: The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade. At the Home Depot you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? for the mom who's great with gardening? Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day savings event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup. And delivery options. See HomeDepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. We're back, and I still can't fry an egg. Okay, well, last but
1: not least was Trinity. The, the, you, you scarred me for the rest of the episode. The, the tucking dance challenge. Yes. And she had two dancers
2: in back of her. Stretching out that tape and then ripping it. For that tape, for the tuck, and that thinking about it again, the Brazilian wax, mm-hmm. the ripping off—that's what that made me think of. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> but she did all of her moves. She did the tuck. She did the hair flip, mm-hmm. and she was wearing this bodysuit that was mm-hmm. multicolored.
1: Beautiful bodysuit. She
2: always looks beautiful, and I also can't get over her body. Yeah, I can't yeah. get over her body. Her butt—is that that's her real butt? Yeah hmm. You've seen her up close. I've seen her up close. Yeah. But I didn't get a real good look at the goods. She, it's, no, that's, that's her,
1: her. She's just very beautiful, very dainty. And what you see is what you get with her. So when they corseted you
2: on the show, mm-hmm. did it accentuate all of your curviness, your curvation? Oh, yeah,
1: because under all this fat, I do have a tiny waist. You so, have a waist. That's why and you need I didn't a belt. realize when you put a corset. See, this is what I learned from my queen. makes your waist even tinier. Oh, bitch. I was looking good. It's miraculous. See, back in the day, Mm -hmm.
2: Lonnie Love, (laughs) every woman in America used to wear a girdle or a corset. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Before bras were invented. Before the 20s, everybody walked around with a tiny ass waist and a big butt mm-hmm. and I think those days should come back but getting in and out of a course it's a lot
1: it's a lot and it hurts yeah. and that's why we just wear spanks now or you may <laughs> <laughs> you wear a double Spank but some you Kardashian know. shapewear exactly so but overall I think that the challenges went really well and now we're gonna yeah. go into the runway category okay
2: I didn't know that this was going to be reveal after a reveal after reveal. I mean, even though they explained it to me, I was like, huh, what's that going to be? What lies beneath? These were runway looks where they just shedded looks Ugh. on the runway and they just transformed into like several different dresses. First up was Shea Coulee. She came out in this kind of Marabou fantasy, almost like a robe that was like all encompassing. It would look like something that Ginger Rogers would wear kind Mm -hmm. of old Hollywood glamour. And then she took that off to reveal kind of this negligee dressing gown, like completely see-through with this ruffled bottom with tulle so beautiful. And then she takes that off to reveal kind of like an old-fashioned Hollywood dress underneath Mm -hmm. that's kind of like a strapped gown with her butt exposed.
1: That was the shocking reveal because that was like the fourth reveal. It was actually three mm-hmm. reveals, but that last one, I actually count that as a fourth reveal. She looks uh-huh. like Lady Sings the Blues when she had yes. like the feather coat. Yes. It's a beautiful blue. Blue on a dark skin It's just yes. so beautiful. It made her pop. And I just thought that she was just lovely.
2: It's an assless gown. Would you wear an assless gown? Uh, if you pay me enough, Yeah. <laughs> I would have to wear makeup on my butt because sometimes I get butt acne. <laughs> Nobody wants to see your butt if there's a zit on it, Lottie. Oh <laughs> I,
1: I would have to have some Dermablend back there. Oh, my goodness. Who's next? Jada Essence Hall was next. Okay. And I loved this was This was my favorite. Look. She came out, it's a floor length. You describe it because
2: you're really good at this. So she did four seasons. She walked us through the year. She had four seasons. She comes Uh. out in this ice kind of snow princess, snow queen outfit. It was a hood that looked like, you know, the abominable snowman. Mm -hmm. But on the bottom, it had this blue, white, and purple glitter that made it look like Anna. She
1: looked like an ice queen.
2: Yeah, she looked like Frozen. Yeah. It looked really beautiful. So she takes the hood off, she takes the sleeve off, and that falls down into a skirt, revealing spring. She went from winter to spring. I was like, what? 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 is going on i mean she took off the sleeves and the hood
1: it falls down into a skirt i mean i don't know how she constructed that it It fell fell perfectly perfectly Mm -hmm. and i thought that was so unique and then what did she do she okay so it's
2: kind of like oh she walked us through two different disney princesses because the first one looked like frozen the next one looked like rapunzel and then what she did was she pulled a hat out of her titty Strapped it to her head like a fascinator, (laughs) dropped this outfit again into another skirt, and she was summer. It was all kind of green. It was almost like a green zebra stripe. Yes. She discards the hat, takes off the sleeves. Again, it falls into a skirt, and all of a sudden, she's Halle Berry at the Oscars. This reminded me of Halle Berry's Oscar-winning Ellie Saab dress. Yes, it
1: was orange with different colors in it. I implore everybody, I know you've already watched it, but go back and watch this runway. The reveal after reveal after reveal is one of the best. I rewatched it right before this because I was like,
2: what? Because I was fascinated by the thing of like, how do you take off your sleeves and Uh. your hood
1: and turn it into a skirt? Now you know. And the way she just kept turning. She didn't stumble. She didn't get discombobulated. It was like all one big movement. And it was just a, a, it was just one of the most wonderful reveals that I've ever seen. I really enjoyed that.
2: You're right. It's not just the dresses. It's the movement. Like, if I did this, it would look like somebody leaving a burning building. <laughs> it would... <laughs> gay
1: ah! and stupid oh my goodness but it was I mean very well done I want to say yes. very well done Jada Essence well Hall. Done. now up yeah. next we had the Vivian who I love the that Vivian. beautiful face oh yeah that face is beautiful she
2: came out kind of in an Into the Woods number if you saw Into the Woods the musical the witch is like all haggard and everything and she turns into a beautiful beautiful lady so she came out with this almost like a cloak that was covered in autumnal leaves yes that were like orange autumn leaves, like the East Coast. And then she took it off and she was beautiful, platinum blonde in this kind of teal, oh. opal essence ball gown oh, with these huge sleeves, mutton chop sleeves, uh, Juliet sleeves. And then she took the
1: skirt off. And she was in leggings with those thigh high boots again. Oh, again with the boots. She became like a superhero right in mm-hmm. front of our eyes. And mm-hmm. she had this wonderful it was like a sheer cape that she yeah. was just carrying around with her and it was just it was just a wonderful look. It was beautiful. I mean, but like, you know, Jada sets the bar pretty high with
2: like four different dresses. Oh. Uh, it's she, like if you she came down and just like took off a hat, you'd be out of the race completely. Definitely. Uh, Raja came out with a flamingo on her head. <laughs> And I was like, what is she wearing? This was like this pink kind of car coat. But do you know those sunscreens that you put in your car when you don't want it to get too hot? Mm -hmm. They unfold Mm -hmm. like I had those when I first moved to L.A. It looked like it was made out of those, but it's in kind of a chevron pink and white stripe. Yes. With this orange collar. (laughs) And it's just very peculiar. But since it's Raja and she's six foot three. And she's beautiful. Oh, beautiful. She looks amazing. Beautiful. She takes that off to reveal almost kind of like a Phyllis Diller dress.
1: Yes. Yeah, I thought that. I thought about that. Yeah.
2: It's all in these sherbety colors and these ruffled sleeves, but it's beautiful. It's high fashion. That comes off to reveal a bodysuit that
1: looks like Venus Flytraps. It was like a onesie. Yeah. And she had this beautiful platinum hair. Yeah. And it went from a bunch of clothes to just a onesie.
2: Yeah. And then she had those like opera gloves that went all the way up to her bicep. They're studded.
1: And then she had like a tool on the side of it. Just beautiful. Just beautiful. beautiful. And then we have Evie Oddly. Miss Oddly. She comes out looking like I thought it was a (laughs) treat. I thought it was a treat too. But then she revealed that she was
2: kind of like a butterfly shedding... A cocoon. A cocoon. Yeah. yeah and yeah. even the goo in the cocoon was represented and that went away and she had this weird thing. She had a mask on that revealed her face every yes. time she lifted her head. Mm-hmm. I don't know what was going on there but it was really, really neat.
1: It was very creative. It was very mm-hmm. Evie Oddly and I enjoyed it. I really, really mm-hmm. did. And then next we have Jinx. Jinx Monsoon. Oh, she took cute. us to a trip to the museum.
2: She was like high art. She comes out in this cubist Pablo Picasso, almost like suit <laughs> and very stiff, walking like it's a painting. So she gives a story. Mm -hmm. And then that reveals to be Monet's lilies on Mm -hmm. a pond, Mm -hmm. French Impressionist. She takes that off to reveal a pop art dress with an Andy Warhol of herself on the skirt. She takes that off because it's in two different pieces. And she has a gold Klimt dress, K-L-I-M-T inspired dress. And again, four completely different looks. Four
1: completely different looks, which is very different from what Jada Essence Hall did because Jada's was all floor length. I believe Jinx, because hers were so different and it's like you Mm -hmm. couldn't tell what she was going to do with the next one. She said that she wanted her works of art movement, that's what she called it, works of yeah. art movement, and it was just and the, and the And the
2: references are so specific and so clear, and anybody who knows anything about art is going to feel like a real smarty pants, and by anyone, I'm talking about me. <laughs> Dork!
1: <laughs> well, I don't know art, so thank you with all the You're facts, welcome. Alec. Okay? Uh, oh, this is something you know something about,
2: Lonnie, black okay. history in America.
1: <laughs> Monet exchange! As America's out. sister. <laughs> no, she comes out as harriet tubman
2: <laughs> harriet tubman <laughs> very beautiful though second time there's been a harriet tubman reference on the show because simone did it during snatch game it was hilarious
1: exactly harriet
2: tubman i love she comes out as harriet tubman with a gun and a lantern she takes that off to reveal herself to be a black panther I mean, Which I uh, love little bit of trivia. The Black Panthers created social programs for children in school that still exist to this day. Up and Oakland. free breakfast, mm-hmm. free breakfast in school, started yep. by the Black Panthers.
1: So she had a black leather yeah. dress. And yeah. it had ruffles and ruching up under. It was just beautiful, and with it her hair, beautiful. the cornrows. It was. She just, had the cornrows. Awesome. But then she took that off, and then Alec, what was it? Oh. It was a black sequin dress with the words emblazoned on them in white, and we
2: still fight. Oh. And that was kind of like, okay, you're bringing me fashion and a political message. Are you in?
1: She literally went from slavery to the seventies. To mm-hmm. now.
2: Yeah, and that's when it's like. <gasps> it's such a medium to tell something important. It's not just fun and silly. You could really get
1: a powerful message across and that's exactly what you did. And I was like, yay! I love when the queens mm-hmm. use their culture and they tell a mm-hmm. story with it and this was just great. Do you have a cornrow wig? No, I usually wear my hair in cornrows. Mm-hmm. I wear prison braids all the time. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> that's what we call them, prison braids. Prison braids. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard prison braids. I've heard
2: goddess braids. Mm-hmm. I, I like the term goddess braids. We
1: have goddess braids. We have a court screw. You have locks. Right. We call them all kind of things. It I love depends. it. I feel like
2: there's been so much black hair fantasticness. Mm -hmm. on the show this week between Shay, Monet, and Jada. Just bringing the black hair. This wig was beautiful. It
1: was beautiful. And just,
2: she she was powerful. Last but not least, your drag mama, Trinity. That's my boo-boo. Trinity the tuck. (sighs) Describe this look, Alec. She came out in her, kind of like a similar silhouette to the dress that she made, that fabulous mermaid silhouette, but it was all floral. Mm -hmm. And she did kind of a gypsy Rose Lee strip. Little bit of trivia, Gypsy Rosalie was a very elegant stripper from the 40s. And mm-hmm. she would take things off, but just tease you. She wasn't dirty, yeah. it was really elegant. Mm-hmm. And that's what she did. She took these huge floral pieces off of her hips to have a peekaboo hip on the side. That came off. And then all of a sudden, she was in a bikini and she had a bouquet of roses over her punani.
1: And yeah, <laughs> all, all, all the right places and showing that body, yaddy, body, yaddy, body, body. Just, body, body, body. just beautiful. I really enjoyed this.
2: Yeah. yeah, and then the middle part came off, and then she just had flowers on her boobies, and it that was, was it. like, that it's was beautiful.
1: It. Just beautiful. It's beautiful. I mean, and it was very creative, it was very much Trinity on brand with Trinity the Tuck. Mm-hmm. I loved it. So, yeah. that was one of the best runway looks that I've seen as far as the challenge.
2: This is the best season that's ever existed. It's gonna be really, really hard to top. I don't know how they're gonna top this season. I don't know if there's that many winners to do another all-winner season, but this has been knocking me out week after week. Well, you
1: know, they definitely are gonna have a hard time because they have big shoes to fill. Who was your top queen this episode? I always have a top three and I really
2: love Jinx. I'm a Jinx queen. I'm a Jinx monsoon stan. I really loved Monet and I loved Trinity.
1: Okay, I loved Monet. That was my top queen. Mm -hmm. And so the top two that were picked, chosen by the judges was Monet and Jinx.
2: won a dance challenge without really dancing. She won a dance challenge making a peanut butter sandwich. And that to me is kind of like if you can get by on the strength of your personality and Mm -hmm. your wit and your humor, you're my kind of queen.
1: I think it's about staying true. The lesson I got out of this episode was stay true to your brand. Even though you have a challenge, stay true to your brand, believe in it, understand it, and know it. And that's even like with Monet. I think Monet started to kind of feel insecure because Mm -hmm. she only had one star and it's like she was always doing these wonderful outfits her and Shay both do these wonderful outfits but for some reason it wasn't getting them to the top two right and right. it's funny how this challenge came along and she could have went a whole different way she says no I'm gonna go urban I'm gonna tell a story and that's mm-hmm. why she's in the top two so and it's kind of like it's
2: a universal lesson Lonnie it's like your comedic voice is so specific because it's your voice yes. nobody else can do it when I get up and do stand up nobody else can do it because we hew close to our personalities and really plug ourselves into it and listeners out there yourself. Be yourself. You know, don't because try to nobody don't... else can do you. Nobody else can bring the colors that you bring. Don't
1: let people intimidate mm-hmm. you into mm-hmm. doing something. Now, it's a difference like what RuPaul does. RuPaul will coach you. And the beauty about RuPaul is that he's looked at these queens. He's seen them from week one to now. And yes. he can say, I know what your brand is. And he's been doing this for years. So he can look at you, Alec, and say, you know what? This is what you need to do. This is my suggestion. Mm-hmm. You could take it or mm-hmm. leave it. That's different yeah. than someone telling you don't do this if you want to win you got to go here so I mean it's just a right. difference of knowing your brand that's a good point I'm going to make a suggestion that
2: we go to a break before we come back and get into this first of its kind lipstick.
1: Me
0: focus features presents back to black
1: I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles
0: experience the music and her story
1: know this I ain't no spice girl
0: like never before. As my daughter. as my Amy. On the big screen. I
1: want to be remembered. For just
0: being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th.
2: we're back so let's get into this first in drag race herstory
1: so the lip sync yep. song for the first time in drag race herstory is spoken word lip sync I yes. love it and the minute they
2: said designing women I knew it was going to be the Dixie Carter monologue oh my goodness I met Dixie Carter when I was guest starring on Desperate Housewives mm. and I sat across from her and was just, like, so starstruck. (laughs) And I told her, you know, I was like, it's so good to meet you. And then when I was at Universal Studios going to my car, she drove past me, rolled down her window and said, I really enjoy your work. And I nearly pooped my pants. That's the best. And... She's the best. And I love spoken word lipstick. Now, this is a very popular speech that everybody does. It's Dixie Carter's monologue from Designing Women. Were you a Designing Women fan? Oh, I
1: love Designing Women. I loved it. Loved
2: it. Loved it. They do this one a lot. And they also do the Devil Wears Prada one. Yes, I love that Uh, one too. Oh. Yeah, you're wearing a sweater that was chosen for you (laughs) by the people in this room from a pile of stuff. But why
1: do you think that they're doing this for the first time?
2: Well, you know, okay, uh, lip sync for every single episode after 14, 15, 16 seasons, you're going to run out of uh, music. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they did it. But, you know, honestly, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, my husband is a producer and securing music rights for everything is very expensive and it's very complicated. Mm-hmm. You have to go to the music company, secure the rights. There's a lot of stuff that's free. And when you run out of the free stuff, then you really have to start foraging. But they've done some really interesting lip syncs this season. Like they had that Ella Fitzgerald, Old MacDonald had a farm. Mm -hmm. That was so good. And
1: then now this lip sync. What did you think, Lani? I thought the spoken word the night the lights went out in Georgia. What I like about spoken word is that you still... Just like if you, it's a song, you got to put energy behind it. You have to be able mm-hmm. to know the words. I think it's actually harder because at least when you're dancing, you can kind of mask if you don't know the lip sync. But right. this is, to me, is a little more challenging because you have to put that energy behind whatever the purpose of the speech is about. And when, it's a performance. It's a performance. And when I tell yeah. you... I felt Monet I could see her getting mm-hmm. into it that yeah. I like could not keep my eyes off of Monet. She took us to church. Oh
2: she was like a preacher oh. giving a sermon. like the, the gestures were so big and so like drawing you in and because of that energy, Lonnie love mm-hmm. she was crowned the winner of the week. Now neither one of them were blocked so they both get a star mm-hmm. So now Jinx has three.
1: Mm-hmm. And Monet has two.
2: Monet has two. But finally. She so. gets
1: to pick who she wants to yep. block. She also wins a cash tip of
2: $10,000. $10,000. I would love $10,000 right now. God, that would really kind of like get me out of a couple of jams. $10,000. She gets a legendary legend star. She uses the platinum plunger. She shouldn't have asked for it. Who gets plunged? Raja.
1: Yeah. So now Raju knows the secret. In another the episode, she says, I, "I, I, think I want the plant, honey." Be careful what you Let wish me you tell you, do not manifest things. <laughs> do not what manifest you, bad things. What you talk things. about, you bring about, Lonnie um, Love. Yep. So now she's blocked. She is blocked. And, you know, it was funny. I like the banter now because mm-hmm. every week the banter when whoever has to control the plunger. Yeah. You could see that people are really giddy, desperate, like, please don't block me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then Monet and Raja have their own secret
2: language where they speak to each other and they run away. That And she
1: still gave her the plunger. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: still gave her the plunger. What's your favorite moment from the episode?
1: Oh, my favorite moment was Monet on the runway with that Mm. Harriet Tubman, Black Panther, and Uh. current day look. I just, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. That was pretty great. Yeah, and I good. also uh, loved her. I would say she deserved this win because not only was her challenge is going to go viral, but her fashion matched it. It was great. Yeah.
2: Beautiful, beautiful. Great job all around. Great, great night for Monet Exchange. My favorite moment, even though she didn't win, I love Jada Essence Hall's runway that was like to take us through four seasons I thought was so imaginative and there wasn't like one dress that showed up was like "Eh, that's not so great they were all fantastic all all beautiful
1: all beautiful
2: do you stand by your original
1: winner of course not we
2: then Lonnie and I have a bet going (laughs) of
1: course not (laughs) Raja was your original right no Jinx Jinx was your original well my original original was my drag mom was Trinity yeah okay give me till next week And I have to pick somebody and submit. But for this week, I'm going to pick, I'm going to go back to Jinx. I think Jinx is going to take it.
2: You know what? Jinx is pulling ahead in ways that, you know, I'm just thinking about, this is how straight men talk about sports. (laughs) This is, Jinx has been a really strong performer all season, long. She has been catching the high ones and the low ones. Anything you throw at her. She can do. That was my sportsman's voice. Um, I do love Trinity, but there's something about Jinx that Jinx won a dancing challenge without even dancing. Are you switching? It's like extraordinary. Are you switching? I'm still going to stick with Trinity <laughs> for, for this week. For okay, this week. Okay, okay. I don't want to abandon her just yet. Next week, we're going to keep it in a bit. Okay. I don't want to abandon her. Now, listen. We love these queens, and we advise you to do the same. I heard somebody on a YouTube channel say that the RuPaul's Drag Race fans can be vicious. Yes. And I think that they can also be fantastic. Yes. And this is our opportunity, I feel like this podcast every week, to to spread the love to these queens. Yes. Because they go through so much to be on this show. If you talk about them on social media, send them love.
1: Yeah. Send them love. That's all we ask. Just get yeah. on their handles. Yeah. Send them some love. Tell them to keep their chin up because this is really hard going through this every yeah. week and they do a great job. Give
2: them their flowers, Lonnie. That's what we Lonnie say. As Lonnie Love would say. That,
1: that is what we say. How can we find you, Alec? You can find me on Instagram
2: and Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. I have a very modest following, Lonnie. I'm not like an influencer. I have like 32,000 followers.
1: Well, his handle is at Alec Mapa. At Alec Mapa on Instagram and the Twitter. Where can we find you? At Comic Lonnie Love on Instagram, at Lonnie Love on Twitter. Listen to Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: And if you like this episode, make sure to rate and review us five stars, please, and tell everybody you've ever met.
1: Catch new episodes of All-Star Season 7 on Paramount+. Plus.
2: We'll see you next time for an all-new episode of Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. Ah! Bye! Bye!
3: <laughs> this is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge.
0: <sighs>
3: is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win.
0: Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the
2: powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck Yeah.